you know, we just, we just celebrated New Year, right? Or you know that, you know that it's already 2015, right? Okay, and normally during New Year, people are anxious of what's going to happen for the following year. Okay, people are, there are people who would consult uh, their horoscope. Some people will consult the feng shui experts. Business people would consult uh, business analysts to find out what's going to be the business climate for the following year. And typically, or traditionally, we in CCF, we have our prayer and fasting too at the start of the year. Not only in CCF, but in many churches, they do have prayer and fasting at the start of the year. Because, why is that? Because people wanted to know what God wanted them to do for the year. Is that right? How many of you had their prayer and fasting? Okay, good. And typically when we go prayer and fasting at the start of the year, we seek the Lord, we ask God for guidance, and we ask God for His will. Am I right? Okay. And typically that's, that's, that's what's happening. But, you know, when in my younger years, when we start to have that ATM, when we started that ATM, right? You put that in that machine. All you need to do is input your password. That's it. You get the money. When you go online banking, you just input your username, password. You transact to the bank. Now, just like the other day, I was transacting online at my HSBC account, okay? And I was surprised. You have to go through several quizzes. They would ask for your mother's maiden name. They will ask for your birthday. They will ask for your, the last four of your social security. They would ask for some memorable questions, etc., so on and so forth. And then at the end, it says, your ID was locked. <laughs> okay? So unfortunately, my account is still in the Philippines. And I was trying to call them, and nobody's answering the phone, as usual. But anyway, you know, sometimes we as Christians, when we receive Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, many of us believe that that's it. But in your Christian life, you started to discover that, you know, there are some questions that most of the time we need to find out. And because we feel that it's very annoying, we stop it. Like questions like, What's God's plan for my life? Of course, God's plan for each and every one of us is to go to heaven, right? But you know, finding out specifically what is God's will for your life is something else. You know, uh, I've counseled a lot of people asking me, Pastor Reg, how do I know 
na siya na nga ba? Kita niyo, pagkapag-ibig ang pinag-uusapan. <coughs> you want something that will tickle your ears, right? Ganyan naman talaga tayo mga teenagers. <coughs> okay, we wanted to know God's will for our lives. And we've been talking about the character or the who God really is. And sometimes, we cannot reconcile God's sovereignty versus our will or versus God's will for our lives. Because if you think of God's sovereignty, it's so grand, it's so big. And you just cannot think, where will God's will fit into my life? God is worried about saving the world. God is worried about taking care of the universe and everything. But is God worried about my love life? But is God worried about my study life? Is God worried about my career life? What does God want me to do? Is God thinking about, am I going to eat spaghetti tonight? Or am I going to eat pasta? Am I going to eat roast pork or roast beef? <laughs> or sometimes, Lord, am I going, going to wear pink? Am I going to wear blue? Am I going to wear violet or violet? Am I going to wear red or whatever? Lord, am I going to teach fourth grade, third grade? University students, or what? Lord, am I going to use my car? Am I going to buy a BMW? Am I going to buy a Mercedes? Or am I going to buy a Kia? We ask God a lot of stops, right? Or it's just me? Just me? Oh. Okay, uh, Brother Romy, can we close in prayer? Where's Brother Romy? <clears throat> so we ask God a lot of questions. And most of the time, even in my Christian walk, most of the time I am not able to reconcile God's grandeur plan for my life, for this world, versus what I wanted God to do in my life. Let's all read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. The count of three, one, two, three, go. So then, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. A lot of people, okay, they just don't know the will of the Lord in their lives. That's why what happened, they all end up in a mess. So this morning, we will be talking about God's will is what is God's will let's say this circle represents God's sovereignty okay I was actually uh, contemplating of just making a board and and draw some circle here but I'm sure you guys will not appreciate that that's why I decided to have it in in keynote. 
So this circle would represent God's sovereignty overall. And what is God's sovereignty? According to Dr. Norman Gisler, sovereignty is God's control over his creation, dealing with his governance over it. Sovereignty is God's rule over all reality. God's sovereignty is everything that you see. If you look at the sun, the moon, and the stars, everything are in its proper places. And it is God who controls them. Nothing in this world, nothing in this universe happen without God's permission. Everything. Can you say it with me? Everything. Both sin and unseen. So everything that happens around us, God has something to do with that. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. So God is sovereign. Let's look at God's sovereignty in detail. When man fall into sin, when God created everything, one of the plan or the work of God is to redeem humanity from sin. That is God's sovereignty. In, in short, what is sovereignty? Sovereignty are the works of God. Redeeming man from sin, that is God's sovereignty. Redeeming all of us, that is God's sovereignty. God's decree, everything that God said happens because of God's sovereignty. We have learned from one of the message of Pastor In Song is that God does not change. The Bible says that I am the Lord and I change not. God doesn't change. Whatever he said years, thousands and thousands of years ago, from time immemorial, whatever God said, that's what's going to happen. And that is God's sovereignty. God's sovereignty involves God's secret will. Did you know that God has some secrets too? You're so quiet. I will show you later about God's secret. Okay? Look at Psalms 115 verse 3. Everybody. Our God is in heaven doing whatever he wants to do. God is in heaven doing whatever he wants to do. If he wants to put the star here, he can do it and none of us can question that. Because God is sovereign. If God so decide to take you away and bring, it, bring you to him, we cannot question that. Because God is sovereign. We've sung earlier, he gives and take away. But Job was saying, still blessed be the name of the Lord. Whatever it is, 
God permits or allows them because God is sovereign. He does whatever He wants. If He wants to transfer snow in the Philippines, He can do that. And none can question because of God's sovereignty. All the peoples of the earth, this one is found in Deuteronomy. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? None. No angel can question God. None. Even the Pope, he cannot question God. Why? Because God is sovereign. It was, by, it was by him that everything was created. The heavens, the earth, all things within and upon them. All things seen and unseen. Thrones and dominions, spiritual powers and authority. Every detail was crafted through his design by his hands and for his purpose. Everything that God does, he does it for his purpose. I have a cousin who works for um, um, space exploration. And she was telling me that eventually, we will have the capability to habitate Mars or even go to other planets and just do some sightseeing. She was saying that it's already possible. In fact, they've been sending a lot of missions in Mars. They've been sending a lot of missions not only in Mars, but in the outer space. When she told me about that, what came to my mind is probably there are other beings in other planets. Have you asked that question? I remember when I was a kid, I watched this E.T. Okay, alam niya na yung edad ko. Okay. I think I was only two years old nung pinalabas yung E.T. <clears throat> okay, what was E.T. all about? Extraterrestrial being, right? Sometimes I wonder, Lord, are there creatures in other planets? I don't know. Possibly there are. Possibly there's none. I do not know. And in fact, my, my cousin was telling me that they have now the capability past our galaxy system. Okay, so I do not know. When I see God, I will ask him. Are there? Are there not? Okay, but whatever, you know, why am I sharing this? Because the Word of God says that He was the one who created or authored things that are both seen and unseen. Christian life, you know, we, we, we live in a spiritual world. There are spirits around us. And this happened because God permits it. Why? I do not know. 
Why? I do not know. But God in His sovereignty allow things to happen. You know, in Isaiah 46 verse 10, it says, I made known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. God said, even before, my purpose will stand. And God's purpose for each and every one of us, God's purpose why he created the heavens and the earth still remains. It doesn't change. Aren't you glad that we have a God who doesn't change? Amen? Hebrews 13.8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If God is able to heal us before, God is able to heal us today, and God is able to heal us tomorrow because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is a God that does not change. Just imagine if we have a God who change every now and then, what will happen to us? Okay? Job 42 verse 2, it says, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. No purpose of God can be thwarted. Whatever he purposed, it will come to pass, whether you like it or else. Amen? Matthew 24, verse 35, it says, what? Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Okay, sa Tagalog, itagamo sa bato. Okay? It's always true. Now, let's go back to the circle. So, God's sovereignty, this, this blue circle represents God's sovereignty. Are, we learned these are the ways of God. The ways of God are very clear. Okay, but it's not necessarily easy. Oh, I'm sorry. The second circle now represents the ways of God. And what are the ways of God? These are the moral law. What are the moral law? Not commit adultery. It's very clear. You shall not commit adultery. But it is not necessarily easy. Why? Because when you see a beautiful woman or you see somebody better than our spouses, your imagination wonders. It's very clear. Thou shalt not wet adultery. All that God is saying is keep your pants on. Very simple, but yet difficult to do. Thou shalt not lie. These are the moral laws of God. They are very clear. There is no black, there is no white. 
it's concise it's it's it is what it is it's absolute those are the moral laws of god and what are these things also these are the revealed things from god these are the things that are written in the word of god these are god's ways Deuteronomy 29.29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But the things that are revealed belong to us. For what? So that we may follow them. That is why the secret things that God has, whether there are, there are creatures in other planets, forget about it. I will worry about the revealed things. And what are the revealed things? These are the moral laws of God. These are the things that God is asking us to walk in His ways. Deuteronomy 29.29 says that the secret things belong to Him. You know, unfortunately, that you know, when you open the TV and listen to a lot of to some preachers, some preachers would preach about some of the secret things. They will argue about uh, so many things. They will even argue about the relationship of Mary and God. They will uh, argue about etc. so on and so forth. Like when you listen to the Mormons, they will talk about how some people become gods, etc. so on and so forth. But you know, let's not worry about the secret things. Let's worry about the revealed things that we have on hand. And unfortunately, many people cannot even follow the revealed things, and yet they go deeper and find out what's the, what are the secret things. Right? Let's forget about the secret things, because if you know, if we will know them, they're no longer secret. Especially if you tell that to the Filipinos. Right? Kaya nga sikreto. That's why it's called secret. Because it's secret. Right? Let's worry about the revealed things. And what are the revealed things that God is telling us? We cannot even follow the revealed things and here we are worrying about the secret things that belong to God only. Amen? Are you still here with me? Yes. Okay. Mahal nyo pa ba ako? Okay, the third circle, I would call it God's will. You know, the Bible says that children are a blessing from the Lord. But the Bible does not say that you will have two children, you will have five children, you will have ten children, or you will have twelve children. The Bible is very silent about that. In fact, the Bible is very silent whether you will have your own children or you will adopt a child. There are things that the Bible is silent about. The Bible talks of responsible parenthood. 
But the Bible doesn't say about vasectomy. Right? The Bible talks of healthy living. But the Bible doesn't talk about eating salad only. Right? Buti na lang. You know, each and every one of us were, were, given, were given a talent. God wants us to use our talent for His kingdom. God wants us to use our talent to further His work. But the Bible does not say that you will, be, uh, you will become an usher in CCF LA or CCF Manila. The Bible is not clear on that. How I wish the Bible is very clear. So that we will not make any mistake. Right? Right? How I wish the Bible is very clear kung sino mo papangasawa mo. Okay, in 2016, you will marry a person with a letter J. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Bible does not say that. So, God's will. What is God's will? God's will, we wanted to have, to have some personal guidance. Lord, am I going to be to migrate in the U.S. or Lord, I'm going to migrate in Canada? Lord, am I going to migrate in L.A. or I'm going to migrate in Riverside? Pareho lang ba yun? Okay, that's why, you know, we, we always ask, Lord, what is God's will in my life? And sometimes we would ask our leaders, pray naman dyan, no, yung God's will ni Lord sa akin. Personal guidance. God's will, when? Lord, when am I going to get married? Is it going to be after the service? Is it going to be next year? When? Tomorrow? Where? Lord, am I going to Las Vegas? I am going back to the Philippines to get married? Am I going to Switzerland or Europe to get married? Lord, where? What? Buti na lang, wala naman nagtatanong dito, Lord, babae ba o lalaki, no? We ask God, Lord, what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to my life? Lord, what career am I going to take? Do you want me to become a doctor? The doctor of medicine or of cats or doctor of dogs? Lord, do you want me to be a lawyer? That's why, you know, I have a friend. When he was in college, he took up engineering. After about one semester, he transferred to dentistry. And then he moved to premed. And then he took, I believe, commerce. Okay. He became a PE teacher. <laughs> and you know what? 
he's now a pastor. Okay? <laughs> but you know what? We want to have some, some sort of guidance from God. Right? I want some guidance from the Lord. Before I married my beautiful wife, <coughs> I asked God, Lord, siya ba? Siya na nga ba? O siya ba talaga? Okay? And I'm sure before, you know, we got married, she also prayed and asked God, Lord. But you know what? I'm glad. Now I remember. I'm glad that my wife did not marry Leo. Because in all angles, I'm more superior than him. You know, Leo, if, I hope you can watch this, this taping. Okay? Uh, if you get this message, please email me. I know I'm more handsome than you. Anyway. So God's will. Let's go back to God's will. People are always anxious about God's will. And they would have sleepless nights trying to find out God's will. Even if you read the Bible from cover to maps or from cover to cover, you will never see there what kind of food you're going to eat for tonight. No, it's not there. What if, let's reverse the drawing. Instead of us focusing on finding out God's will, we focus on finding out God's ways. Amen? Amen. Instead of Instead of splitting our hairs, trying to find out what is God's will, let's look at the Word of God and see what are God's ways. You know, when we seek God's ways, automatically we will be in God's will. When I walk on his, on his ways, I will always be on His will. When we walk on the ways of God, then I will always be in His will. Okay, I just wanted to tickle your mind. I, 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 I asked this same question in our D group last Friday. Do you believe that God has a specific partner for your life? Yes? Absolutely, right? You believe that? So, you believe that, for example, for example, God's specific partner for my life is my wife, Mylene. What happens if some point in time, I decide to marry Telma. 
So I married Telma. Therefore, me and Telma are not God's will. And because of our disobedience, Mylene decided to marry Ramon, who is not God's will. And because Mylene and Ramon are not God's will, they bore children, and their children are definitely God's will also. Right? Now, congratulations, because you have contributed to the imbalance of the human race. Right? Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes, you know, you know, God wants you to be a dentist. But for whatever reason, there are beautiful ladies in the nursing group. That's why you want to become a nurse. I remember when I was in college. Kwento lang, hawag nyo ng pagsasabi. Secret. I would... I would cross-enroll in other schools. I took up my chemistry together with the nursing group. Wow. <laughs> there were only two males in that class. And definitely, I'm the more macho. <laughs> so everybody would look at me, and I like it. Anyway. <laughs> So, you know, we make mistakes. Sometimes we pick the wrong partner. Sometimes we pick the wrong career in life. We make wrong choices. And you know what? Even if you made wrong choices, if you will try to seek God's ways, the Bible says that God is going to straighten your path. Whenever you seek God's ways, then you will walk in God's will. Let me prove that to you. So, the title of my message is God's Will Is. Let's look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed. Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So God's will is whatever. God's will is whatever. Whatever you do, in Tagalog, whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, kahit anuman ang gawin mo, sa salita o sa gawa, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. So for me, God's will is whatever. Whatever you do, 
in word or in deed, to it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. So God's will is whatever. In the book of 2 Samuel 22, 30, and 31, and also in Psalms 18, verse 30, it says, As for God, His way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in Him. As for God, His way is perfect. If we seek God's way, it says that God's way is what? Perfect. And the word of God is what? Flawless. What is flawless? Without any defect. Walang pagkakamali. No error whatsoever. And it says, He shield all who take refuge. He shield all who do and follow His ways. So whether you made the wrong decision in life or not, the Word of God says that if you take refuge in Him. You seek to obey His ways. Okay? God said that He will shield you. Deuteronomy 32 verse 4, it says, He is the rock. His works are what? Perfect. And all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong. Upright and just is He. This is a very nice verse. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways, whatever you do. Submit to Him. And what does the promise of God says? And He will make your path straight. So if you've married the wrong person, if you had the wrong children, if you made the wrong decision, if you have the wrong parents, whatever it is, if you decide to what? To submit your ways to Him. If you decide to follow His ways, the Bible is very clear, He will make your paths straight. So whatever you do, in word and in deed, do it in the name of the Lord. So what is God's will? God's will is finding out God's ways. And when you are finding out or following God's ways, then you are walking in God's will. And God's will is whatever you do.
Amen? Amen? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. This is a very nice verse also. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And we know that in all things, what does it say? Adrian, Timmy, come over. Impromptu. <coughs> Let us assume that Timmy, okay, is following God's will in his life. And Adrian, Adrian is not eating the right stuff. That's why he's bigger than me. Okay, Adrian is not following the Lord. Adrian is not following God's will. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things, what is all? Following God's will and not following God's will. And we know that in all things, God worked together for good. God worked together for good. To them, to them, to them who love Him and have been called according to His purpose. So whatever experience you have, God is not going to waste those experiences that you have in life. Because God is going to join both your good and bad experiences. And in all things, God worked together for good. You want to know the will of God in your life? Walk in His ways. Walk in His ways. Stop reading books trying to find out what's going to happen to you. Stop consulting astrology. Stop consulting the feng shui. Stop consulting the palm readers. I remember when I was in my younger years as a Christian. We were in this prophetic movement. <clears throat> and prophets would come in our country. And surprisingly, when there is a prophet, everybody wants to talk to the prophet. When it comes to presbytery, people would go in front. They wanted to hear from God. And every time they hear something good from the prophet, oh, they're happy. Because God has a plan for my life. Folks, stop doing that. I am not saying you're not going to seek counsel. No, that's not my point. My point is, if you want to know God's will in your life, seek to walk in His ways. And when you are walking in His ways, you will be in the center of God's will. Amen? Amen. Psalms 37, 23, 24, the steps of a good man. In other translations, it says, the steps of a righteous man are ordered 
by the Lord. Who are righteous here? Who are righteous? Who are righteous? Who are born again? Biglang dumami. You know, the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are what? Passed away. Behold, you now a new creation in Christ. And when we got born again, when we received Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, and whenever God looks on us, He does not see our sin, but He sees the blood of Jesus that is covering our sin. And as far as God is concerned, you are, you were declared righteous by virtue of Jesus Christ. So who are righteous here? Are you not convinced? <coughs> okay, so weekend, we're going to have weekend encounter again. Who are righteous here? Who are righteous here? Who are righteous here? The Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. If you make the mistake, the good news is God is going to straighten your path so that you will walk in His perfect will. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, when, when I was studying this, this is very liberating on my part. Because sometimes, I would even try to question. I was telling my D-group last, last Friday. Sometimes when me and my wife, we have some misunderstanding, sometimes I would even question God. Lord, is she talaga yung will mo sa akin? Tawa kayo ng tawar yan, ha? Bakit ako lang ba? Kayo rin naman, ha? Right? Right? And in fact, you know, just to share, atin-atin lang to. <coughs> secret. The secret things belong to God. Okay. <coughs> Sometimes I would, I would question God, Lord, tama ba ang kinuha kong karera sa buhay ko? I would look back. I've, I graduated mechanical engineering. Suma kum lao lao. Anyway. <coughs> Maganda naman yung grades ko. Board passer naman ako. But Lord, why is it that I'm not practicing engineering? <coughs> Pagka-graduate ko, when, when I graduated from college, I immediately joined a prestigious company in the Philippines, but not as a mechanical engineer. I was working in materials management. So I questioned God, Lord, I think I did something wrong. 
But to be honest, definitely yes. But praise God, the Word of God says that all things work together for good to those who love Him. If you seek His ways, then you will be in the center of God's will. Amen? Realize. Few more points and then we're done. Realize that God's will is present more than future. What does it mean? God is more concerned on how we are living our lives rather than what we're going to be in the future. God wants you to live your life now walking in His ways rather than just dreaming of what you're going to be in the future. Some of us are dreaming, our ambition, I want to be the President of the United States. But now you don't even study your, 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 your lessons. How can you become the President of the United States? Some of us want to be a, you know, a well-known doctor. But now you don't even go to school. So you want to know the will of God? Realize that God's will is now. What are you doing with your life now? Are you wasting your life? What are you doing with your life now? So God's will is present, not the future. And you know what? It's interesting to know that a lot of us are more interested in discovering God's will more than doing God's will. Sometimes we are like Jonah. You know who Jonah is? Not Jonah Lucero. God's specific task for him is to go to Nineveh. You know, sometimes God would give us specific tasks to do. But when we know and we don't like what's going to happen, we disobey God. But you know what? I have a warning for you. Because if God has a specific task for you to do, no matter what happens, God will make sure it happens. God will send you to Nineveh, whether by boat or by fish. Okay lang if a big whale will carry you. What if it is a delis? Okay? Doing God's will, if God has a purpose and a specific direction for your life, no matter what it is, what it is, God is going to make sure it is accomplished in your life. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Lastly, if you don't do God's will, 
you will never discover God's will in your life. If you don't do God's will, you will never discover God's will in your life. You know why? <clears throat> because God wanted to direct our paths. God shows us things as we step out in faith. As we step out in faith. As we step out in faith. God will not show you the the total picture. Well, of course, the total picture is God's sovereignty. But the total picture of your life, God will not unveil it. Why? Because God wants you to trust Him every step of the way. Amen? Did you learn something this morning? Yes. Actually, the Lord willing, I've been, when I started preparing for this, God has unveiled several things. And if God willing, I might do a second series, part two of God's will. But are you enjoying tapping on God's will? You know, some of us wanted really to know what's the plan of God in our lives. And I think what is important is first, we need to know who that God is. We will never know and understand God's will in our lives if we do not know God. The Bible says that, you know, before you were formed, God already knew you. Even before you were born, God has already ordained you to be His. And if this morning you do not know who this God is, I'd like to invite you to have that special relationship with the God of the universe. And let that God be your God. It's a simple thing. You just come to Him. Lord, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. And I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Lord, make me the person you want me to be. And I know that when I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior, I am a new creature in Christ. And my steps will be guided by you. If you pray that simple prayer, the Bible says that you are now born again. And now you belong to the family of God and expect that God is going to guide you every step of the way. And for us who have known Jesus for quite a time, some of us have gone astray, some of us have been disobedient to what the Lord is telling us. But we learned this morning that if we continue if we change our ways and try to seek the ways of God, God is going to bring us back into His will and straighten our path. 
Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you continue to work in our lives. I pray, Lord God, for each and everyone who are here this morning. I pray, Father God, that you will guide our steps. We know, Lord God, it's a crazy world out there. And there are a lot of things, Lord God, that oftentimes we question you. Sometimes we question, Lord God, why all of these sufferings are happening to us. But Lord, we surrender our will to your sovereignty. God, you are a sovereign God. You know everything, Lord. I pray, Lord God, for each and everyone who are here. I pray, dear Father God, that you will be with us. And Lord God, this week, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that this week is going to be a week of victory. This week, Lord God, is going to be a week wherein we will walk in your ways. Help us to be more receptive to you, Father. Thank you so much, God. And Lord, we give the, all the praises and the adoration, Lord God, that belongs to you. In Jesus' name.